Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Tickets on sale now. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. Mama, can I whisper in your head? Tell you something that you might like to hear. Got a sexy ass body and your oh ass looks soft. Can I touch him and see if it's soft? No, I'm just playing. Let's say I can. Know to be a real nasty man. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't mind that's my head. You heard what I said. You can start using your head. What about good and bad head? <laughs> Whether you're dark or you're fat. God, I'm saying, see if I can. Wow, you are a whole ass fool, friend. Welcome back to the show, guys. I'm a chicken sandwich. And I am. <laughs> It has been in touch. I'm so tired. <laughs> I don't even... Why are we doing this? Oh, man. And I am Electra. Abundance? Uh, yeah, that's right. Did you watch the season finale of Pose? I'm behind. Okay. Well, then... Well, yeah, we'll enough not, that. Yeah, right. okay. Pose is a great show. Yep, great. Congrats. <laughs> Welcome back to the show, everyone. This is Reed. Let's start the show with our black accents already um, for clarity. Mm-hmm. I've had one, two, three shots. You did? You've had lean. It tech, I feel like n- no. not really, but no. like lean ingredients. Like definitely. I mean, but that's because this You've cough did not die. And an so. actual coughing mm-hmm. illness. And I did not read. Right. Yes. I'm, I have a prescription in my name yeah. that a real doctor with a real license gave me and, you know, <laughs> did not mix it with other things in order right. to create a cocktail. <laughs> so the lean episode. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we, we both lean in just in different directions. Um. So Black Excellence is sweet company of the two recording artists. First of all, Big Sean um, has opened up a $100,000 production studio at a Boys and Girls Club in Detroit. Hey, that's great. Um, I wish I could say this name. Dick and Sandy, D-A-U-C-H. How do you think you say that? D-Doc? D-A-Douch. Douch. D-A-U-C-H? Yeah. Probably Doche. Maybe Doki, even. Someone from Doki, Doche. Yeah, but that's know. where the production studio is. Um, this is uh, an effort through Big Sean's nonprofit, the Sean, o- Sean Anderson Foundation. 
cool and dumb. This recording studio will not only, I mean, well, it's a production studio, so they're going to have live performances there, movie nights, classes on things like screenwriting. There's editing base for video. There's audio mixing consoles in there. And apparently this particular Boys and Girls Club is also working to transform the... The place all together with uh, gaming coming, electronic gaming centers and other amenities that are going to be sponsored by uh, Comcast, NBC Universal, Detroit Red Wings. Oh, wow. So this is a huge thing. Is that a baseball team? The Detroit, either baseball or hockey. We really believe in Google. We really do. She's Ice a, hockey. She's a great. You know what? I would have I never it, guessed hockey. I mean, Red Wings just sounds like a hockey team name. Does it? It does. Okay. <laughs> it Fair does enough. To me. I don't know why, but it does. Well, I mean, I just wanted to shout out uh, Big Sean for doing dope things in his neighborhood. Yeah, that is really great. Um, And I'm all for kids having cool, state-of-the-art things and places to go and be a part of in yeah. their youth. Yeah, definitely. Like, and if you if you get to that place where you have all this damn money, why would you not want to go back and help the kids who were the kids you were? You know, I saw something today. Where was I reading this? I saw like the dumbest, nastiest, most negative comment about somebody giving back today, and I wish I could remember oh, where no. it was from. But it was like somebody was doing like a giveaway or something maybe it was cardi oh cardi's friend they were she was Star, to, and yeah. yeah something about them doing i saw a comment from somebody today uh, like negative about them like using the community's own money to then give them stuff or whatever like that and i'm like what <laughs> i don't remember where i saw it but it was just like y'all yeah. really log on and just say Stupid, stupid shit. shit wow just because <laughs> what your heart is dark like my heart is freezing cold too right. and i'd be minding my business and like, when it comes to these kids like let's get shit done like on behalf of the kids like as for opposed the kids, to the people girl. who like who we spend money on that just keep it like, what are you i don't oh uh, no, anyway yes yes the shout college. out to people who can and are right um, and I also wanted to give my own personal black excellence shout out to Normani because I don't know if Ooh, you yeah. girls. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, that was a delight, wasn't it? I don't remember exactly what I saw during the Fifth Harmony era. Maybe it was a live performance. Maybe it was a music video. Mm-hmm. There was a moment where I caught a glimpse of this chocolate sister and I was like, or something now. Yep. I mean, and it was made all the more evident because she was up there with No Shade, whoever them other four are. So she just like it instantly stood out. Obviously, not just because she's the but not just because she's the black one. It's like, but this girl is clearly more talented than the rest of you. And so But we said that. We said this when they broke up and that one left who does the Skechers commercials and Does she do Skechers? I don't know. And we were like, No, the black one, she's coming one day and you bitches won't be ready. And that day was when this video came I feel like out. There's another black one in the group. Or maybe a mixed girl. Oh well listen. I sincerely don't know who the Don't give me the lion. Do not give me the lion. I don't know. I know the one that left that they threw off the stage and that one performance that they did afterwards. That is 3LW. No, <laughs> And that bitch. happened in a KFC. 
Are you fucking shitting me right now? Are you shitting me? No, bitch. I'm talking about when Fifth Harmony had that performance at that one award show and they had that girl up on the stage that was like acting as a stand-in for the sister that left. And then remember they threw her what? like she felt girl. I don't so I have to this. look it up. Okay. I okay. Like, so I have to go on. It sounds like group. something that happened on the VMAs. Bitch, we have referenced this before. No, I don't think it was even the VMAs. <laughs> We've referenced this before on the show before. I mean, Har- Fifth Harmony. Like, you forgot. I'm on. Perform it. Yeah, you're on LinkedIn. On my. <laughs> um, I really understand it now. Like, Shade Camilla. <laughs> the rappers are on to something. Fifth. Oh, my God. Maybe it was the VMAs. Fifth Harmony shades Camilla during 2017 MTV VMAs performance. Wow. But this isn't going to play the performance. So I don't know if this is it or not. All okay. I know is they were on stage. And then there was one girl who was like in the shadows in the middle this is like right after home slice left and then she just like <laughs> fell backwards off the stage and then the four of them performs anyway oh, so off well, topic okay anyhow miss normani has a new song and video out motivation it is sort it's a sort of tribute to the early 2000s and 106 and park yeah. and beyonce and j-lo and other references that i caught in the video um Wow. (laughs) Effort. You know, like a little bit of that goes a long way. I need to know. Did you watch the video? Yeah, I did. I need to know if that bitch really bounced that basketball off of her thigh, then ass. That's what I saw. And not only did she do it, but she did it perfectly in that one take. That's just what I read. I I don't have anything. (laughs) Right, exactly. Like, if you haven't seen that moment, go watch it and then be like, how in the fuck? <laughs> I'm just She's so happy to see somebody out here, you know, yeah. trying. You know, like... One of the young girls being like, putting in a little effort. Why don't I <laughs> give the girls a show? Yeah. It's called show business, right. after all. I mean, and she really can dance. Like, and you can tell that she loves it and she's, like, into it and having so much... Look, she looked like she had a ball on set for that entire fucking video. But it's also just, like, it comes through in the performance. It looks really good. It gets other people into it. So, shout out to her team and everybody who put together the stuff for this video because it's just great. It is really great. Just step into us (laughs) young lady I'm here wow we said this when the group broke up though we were like the black one though keep your eyes on her I'm telling you there was a moment where they were all five together maybe it was their second album or whatever because I honestly don't even remember where Fifth Harmony came from X Factor Got Talent I don't remember one of the the Z showdown I didn't make that one up (laughs) please I don't know like so I know that there was that and I was just like oh I think this is for like maybe a generation or two behind me Mm -hmm. but they had a song or video once and I saw her and I was like she's the one she's hitting those Mm -hmm. Those counts just a, a taste harder than the other girls. Yeah. I can see the the passion in her <laughs> eyes. Like there's just something about her. And I've been waiting for this day. And yeah. boy, did she not let me down. She really didn't. Well, welcome. Yes, and you know, continued um wishes of success for you, young lady. I only ever saw her performing at like award shows and stuff. And so that's when I was always like. The rest, if I was one of these white girls, I would not want to be the one next to the black one because <laughs> y'all are going to look so much worse than you already do next to her. Damn. Well, 
Hey, y'all, this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding a work-life balance can be tough, okay? If anybody knows, I know. But Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. Hey, y'all, listen, we all know that life is full of the yada, yada, yada. You know, sometimes you sign up for a contract one place and then in order to get out of it, you got to send a million letters and go up there in person. And it's just a bunch of blah, blah, blah. Like this could have been easier. Okay, we've all dealt with the yada, yada before when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding deep in fine print or, you know, even bills that just seem to keep going up every month for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then they charge you for every little thing until... You might as well have just booked your ticket somewhere else. But it is possible to outsmart the yada yada, like triple checking airline deals and making sure everything you need is already included. So remember, you don't have to take the yada yada in life and you don't have to take it from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises and not a yada yada. So stop by one of the over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide to sign up today. Now we move on to our pop culture segment. I mean, we've kind of been in that already, if you think about it. But regardless, this is a segment of the show that's called Hot Tops. Um, oh, my God. All of that was black excellence. <laughs> yeah. I totally forgot. I thought we were already onto the topics. Wow, I am fucked up, man. Hot Tops. 10 things I hate about bottoming. <laughs> New novel by Kid Fury out in the spring of 2020. <laughs> Oh, boy. Um, so, speaking of bottoming, Lil Nas X is no longer number one. What? Damn. 19 weeks, he was reigning supreme, the um, <laughs> king of Jimboree. Uh, but now... <laughs> There's a new girl in town. There is a new number one on the Billboard Hot 100, and that is young Billie Eilish. With Bad Guy. Mm-hmm. Which is funny, because it's not even a new song. It's like, I feel like Bad, yeah. bad Guy, the 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 Billies, the, the maybe they're the jeans. I don't know what Billie Eilish stands are called. I don't I don't have no idea who I barely know that who this person is. The shadows. I haven't heard any of her music. She, so she's I love I love her. Everybody does. I just haven't heard it yet. I'm she's she's I like her. Good. That's great. Um yeah. So Billie Eilish is the new number one. Followed by 
Um, oh, look at that. Sean Mendes and Camilla. Cab- I don't know how to say her last name. Is it Cabello or is it how you Cabello? pronounce it? I yeah, feel like we've you know had this conversation before, right? As like a, I don't, I think it's Camilla Cabello, but you know, it's probably an interviewer or something. Oh, okay. Senorita, number two. <laughs> and then Lil Nas X is now number three. Followed oh, by wow. Truth Hurts by Lizzo. That's what I'm saying. Another song that is not brand new and is right there in like the top five. That's wild. You know, streaming. I don't know. <laughs> like, they, yeah. this stuff works differently these days. Talk by Khalid, which I just heard yesterday. No Guidance by Chris Brown featuring Drake is number six. Ed Sheeran and Justin Bieber have a song together. It's number seven. It's called I Don't Care. Who and do? I agree. Justin Timberlake and Bieber? Justin Bieber and Ed Sheeran. Oh, oh have a God! Song together. It is number seven. And it is all. It's oh, called no. "I Don't Care," and that's how I feel about it. <laughs> then there is someone named Lil Tecca. Uh. Uh-uh. Oh no, I've heard of this person, or at least I'm familiar with this cover. God damn. I am so disconnected from white people. I didn't even know that song was a thing. Like, it really just blew my mind. Like, I'm no, I'm only reading these because I want to see how many of these I've actually heard of. It's fun to go through the Hot 100 now. I like to count, like, to maybe about 20 mm-hmm. and see how many I've actually heard of or listened to. Okay. Um, Lil Tecca is 16 years old. <laughs> I'm not shocked. <laughs> Billie, Eil- Billie Eilish is, like, 17. Born in Queens. Most of the top 10 these days are, like, you know... Fresh out of homeroom. <laughs> Number nine is Post Malone featuring Young Thug, Goodbyes. And that's what I say to it. Number 10 is Sean Mendez again, If I Can't Have You. Who the fuck is Sean Mendez? Sean Mendez is that little white boy who tells us twice a year that he's not gay. And like all of the. Oh, on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then Hot Girl Summer is number 11. Young Megan the Stallion featuring oh, Nicki Minaj. Hmm. Good, for, good for Megan. Uh, Jonas Brothers, Drake. Louis Capaldi, the baby, Blanco Brown. Okay. <laughs> Social House. What's going on here? <laughs> okay. Well, girls, if you wanted to know what was going on on the charts. I was just like, do we really just run down the charts? <laughs> yeah, I just really wanted to. I was curious to see how, how many, many of these I actually yeah. heard of. Mm-mm. And then the ones I have heard of, the the songs like mm-hmm. have I actually listened to the songs and out of the names that are in the songs I just rounded off four five possibly <laughs> right. maybe six and I'm fine with being you know distant from whatever is popular right oh, now I really so I, good. I don't have to be in the know no more so good <laughs> so good so mm-hmm. good but I will listen to this Billy Eilish is Eilish right yeah I feel like you're not gonna like her cause I know you okay well damn but alright um I find her to be very talented, and her visuals are always top-notch, and I think that she's super cool. Okay. I, so, I will try. Shout out to all of the eyelashes or whatever. I don't know. You <laughs> Oh, that's a cute stand name. It probably is right? eyelash. I like it. <laughs> it's, that's adorable. You guys should call yourselves that if that's not what you're already <laughs> called. Moving on. Um, You know what? I meant to preface the hot tops this week mm-hmm. with information or my own personal feelings, which was that, bitch, bottom of the barrel. Like, I scraped it this week. Honey. <laughs> <laughs> like, bitch, when I talk about slow news and like every week could be a slow news for us because everybody knows right. that we approach this with <laughs> simply bare don't care. minimum fucks <laughs> like, like bitch like all the ones that it takes to bring my ass into this and I studio. used to be like somewhat anxious about you know how little we care about this <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> like, 
because I thought that it was like a problem. You know, like I thought it was like, oh my God, people must be so irked by us not giving a fuck about this. And someone recently, oh my God, maybe it was in, you know, Maybe it was somebody, one of these producers or somebody. Somebody recently described our indifference with these topics as a positive thing. <laughs> so, like, I'm taking that shit and running with it. Like, I don't give a fuck no more. Because, I mean, come on. I mean, right. We just really are not that invested in. These are people. Right. <laughs> right. Some of them are just way more talented than us. But they're just human. So. Just, yeah, a lot of followers on Instagram. That's just, anyways. You're such a fucking mess. I'm just saying, like, girl, I tried. The Rock is married. That's nice. Um, He and his his white woman. Um, nope. <laughs> I don't want to be. He, he married his um longtime girlfriend of over... 10 years, maybe about 13, 12 years. Yeah. <clears throat> Her name is uh, Lauren. <sighs> this seems like a Kardashian last name. Right? I was thinking Hashian. Uh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Hashian. Ha- ha- <laughs> I don't know how you say it, but she's beautiful. They have two mm. kids together. And her father was Armenian, so it probably is a Kardashian. Oh, maybe it, look at me. Yep. And I learned all that in 15 seconds on Google. It's right there. All you have to do is all you is give click. her a chance. She'll She's come right through there. Every time. Every time. <laughs> Anyways, they had like a little private, cute, intimate marriage moment. The Rock posted his photographs of them together on the sunset and things like that with her veil um, gracefully blowing in the wind as they kiss and they're all white. You know, niggas love all white, so maybe you guys will appreciate that portion <laughs> of everything. And, um, <laughs> some nice Hawaiian words here in the caption. August 18th, 2019. Congratulations to The Rock, who was also the highest paid actor of 2019, according to Forbes. Wow. At the moment. Oh, yeah, because that man is in everything and all his movies kill. All the things. <laughs> all the and things. they all kill. And I keep forgetting because I don't watch it, mm-hmm. except Same. for the promo- promotions <laughs> before or after Insecure. <laughs> but he's on oh, Ballers. Yeah, he is, which is not a show that I was able to get into, but... I heard good things about it. I think it's going into the fifth season soon, and he gets paid apparently seven hundred grand an episode. Holy shit! <laughs> <sighs> the wealth. <laughs> it says here, according to Forbes, that uh, Dwayne Johnson is the website's column now. Very little The Rock. I think the girls are moving oh, on. Okay, maybe his people send out <laughs> send no, out a, pri- a private press release <laughs> publications like we're sick of this rock shit. <laughs> Those wrestling days, that fake ass WWE shit is over. He's he's above that now. It's above him. Mm. Um, he is fucking rich though, ain't he? God damn, eighty nine point four million. Woo! As of June first of this year. June 1st of last year. It's so crazy to me that we get to just know how much money people have because they're famous. Right. Um, so that nigga's rich. I know that Tyrese had posted a very gloating Instagram caption the other day because according to him, Hobbs and Shaw, you know that you remember that Fast and the Furious spinoff that Tyrese lost. Oh, yes. Cause he was mad because they pushed back production on, um, on Fast and Furious, right? Right. Well, he was mad because The Rock 
agreed to do a Fast and the Furious spinoff. And apparently, you know, the Fast and the Furious cast is a family. Oh, right, right, right. And yes, I do remember that. Paul Walker wants 10 or wanted 10 <laughs> films. That was his desire as well as no spinoffs. And so Tyrese, <laughs> seriously. Are you serious? I'm not joking. Yes. Oh, okay. Tyrese felt very passionate about the fact that The Rock agreed to do a spinoff because he felt like it was anti-fast um, and family. We talked about this. This is like this is like a, a like a okay. four episode read arc. Yeah, I think with Tyrese, I, this is bringing like it's coming back to me slowly but surely. I just don't. I mean, first of all, I don't think y'all are family just because y'all are all in on a movie set. Together. Well, damn sure not the Rock because the Rock <laughs> came in on Fast and like six or okay, seven. See, if I wasn't even one of the original Fast and Furious <laughs> niggas, then girl, don't talk to me. <laughs> that, but they feel very, you know, they feel very personal about it because they lost their okay. Their and so you know what, y'all agreed to not do no spinoffs. Me, the Rock. I did not agree to that. <laughs> so I'm going to be over and here furthermore, with my money. like big picture, sis, and I know we're, we're going way back into Tyrese. That's fine. Into Jody's past. You know, and we said that we would stop. But it's like, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I put him on a second shutting list at, uh, around that time. Mm-hmm. But that's the studio. Like, you were talking about right. these same actors who've been making this movie with y'all. Yeah. Who were like, you know what we like? More than that person that you're mourning? Right. Money. Money. It's all, and so I mean, that doesn't have anything to do with the rock. Right. It has everything to do with rich people wanting to be even richer, sir. So Damn. I know you're upset because y'all won't be taping another Fast and Furious for a while because he got to go do this other movie, but you're going to have to pack it in <laughs> and leave it. I remember that. Yes. Like, girl, and I know you don't think. That's why everybody that was like part of the Fast family mm-hmm. for the most part was on Tyrese's side, but. In private. (laughs) Everybody was texting him and then he would like, Tyrese would like post the text. Okay. But everybody was like, okay, I'm not going to embarrass myself as well, but like, I feel where you're coming from, friend, and I hope that somebody helps you. Don't know why you said that out loud in public, but you know, secretly behind closed doors, I agree with you. Yeah. Anyway, Tyrese posted some shady shit when that Hobbs and Shaw movie came out. Um, but Hobbs and Shaw has been doing quite decently, actually, and yeah, of course it has. I mean, The Rock could have cheese, bacon, whatever on his burger, yeah, and his great grandkids' burger <laughs> for everybody's life. right. Honestly, until forever, because I just saw on Wikipedia his films have grossed over ten billion dollars worldwide. That is such a ridiculous amount of money. <laughs> I mean, Woo, yeah. I saw, like, I think Robert Downey Jr. was right behind him on the list. No, it was Chris Hemsworth that was right behind him on the list. And then I think Robert Downey Jr. And then, like, Akshay wow. Kumar, Jahi Chan is right on there. Represent, because these bitches don't need you, U.S. hoes. Uh, Will Smith was on the list. And a whole bunch of other people that you'd probably guess, because they're in everything all of the time. Right, of course. Um... <laughs> so, Kamish Shaw says she's coming out with a new show. All right. Can we just not? Can we just? She told her next? Instagram followers in <laughs> no, a blue please. bikini that she's going to be coming out with a new show, um, where she'll be helping women remove their silicone um, butt implants. Shut the fuck up and go on a journey back and you know to the return of the body that God gave it. Be serious and she, tell me the real premise of the show, because I know that's not it. That's it. We're going to watch these girls get their asses cracked open and whatever's inside. I, I don't know how deep they're going to go in. Oh, my to God. These, I don't know. Okay. And honestly, I don't. 
expect this to actually come out. But this is what she <laughs> says she's going to be doing. Um, she showed off, you know, her bikini. And I think that she said that she's going in to do some more reconstructive uh, procedures before she goes on tour or something. She's got like a dent in the one side of her leg or something like Yikes. that. So I think that she's going to like finish up these procedures. And then she says, Eve here in the caption, new TV show alert with Jesse Collins entertainment, which I looked at Jesse Collins entertainment is behind things like American soul. They just seem to do a lot of live stuff like the BT awards. I guess they've produced Oh, okay. Uh, black girls rock soul train awards. They do hip hop squares. They did the Bobby Brown story and the new edition story. <laughs> Um, as well as some other stuff. So, so this is coming to BET Plus. It seems like BET would be where it's going to be. Yeah, and it's probably going to be... Because this is a lot of BET stuff. I wouldn't be surprised at all if it's on. It's going to be on their new streaming platform. I oh, that's not, right. They are coming out with a streaming yeah, platform. Yeah, I would not be surprised at all. I mean, done well, this could be, you know, interesting to watch. You know, I'm... I'm I would give a thumbs up to this premise before I give a thumbs up to anything else that Kay Michelle is doing. Mm. Only because this is like real stuff that is affecting a lot of people and this pressure to look like look like people that don't look like that anyway. You know what I mean? Like this pressure to have Mm -hmm. uh, the body of whatever random unicorn that you didn't see on Instagram because of like niggas who are going to disrespect you anyway. I, I just feel like done right. This could be good. But like, but K Michelle, so right. But the, here we go. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. See, this is where I'm. This mm-hmm. is where it's not connecting. Yeah. So the premise of the premise of this show is that we're gonna be teaching these people, probably women, that you know you yeah. don't need to subscribe to beauty standards and all this other shit. But the only reason K Michelle had hers removed is because they were starting to attack her. So like, is it like you weren't even? She didn't even. It wasn't even like she woke up one day and was like, "Wow, I've been putting myself through all this." stupid beauty shit like for no good reason I'm gonna get rid of these ass implants and go live my life it was like when it started fucking with my health that's when I had to do something about it I mean well yeah and it's possible that that was the wake up that she needed to be like what the fuck am I doing and why did I do this in the first place like I totally hear what the fuck you say I mean when you but when you bring reality TV into it my first mind goes to exploitation like I would be shooting for a docu-series yeah, and a docu series vibe. You know what I mean. Yes. If this is a reality show, right? If you're going to do this the same way that you have done everything else you've appeared on, pretty much in yeah, TV, growing up, hip-hop. then God bless you. This, right? Then no, that would be a fucking mess. I'm saying it has the possibility. It does. It has the ability. Yes. It has the ability mm-hmm. to be something useful. impactful and useful. <laughs> but I'm not going to hold my breath. Exactly. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. It's like, this could be really good for, you know, young people coming up. And hell, older people too. But it's like, but if I take all these things I know about this project and put them in this one hand, fuckery is what comes out. Growing up with South Beach 15, 20 minutes away from my house, I have seen so many people trying to chase this body image that is like... yeah. For what? So these niggas uh, spend a couple of bag bands on you and disrespect you anyway and cheat on you anyway and still not take care of their baby? <laughs> right. Like, for, like... You have to remind yourself, like, women or people, whoever, like, you can get cheated on, disrespected, no matter what you look like, whether you think that's the ideal or not. And so, like, 
changing yourself and making everything in your life and your schedule be about like being appealing to these niggas is crazy because these niggas will fuck anything niggas will fuck a fucking paper bag like it do not matter <laughs> come on sis speaking of reality TV damn the bottom <laughs> I'm talking about like girl. So, um, marriage boot camp, marriage boot camp, hip hop is coming back with a new season. Oh no! Apparently, they had to shut down production because Hazel E and Shonda Denice, or is it like Deniche? You <laughs> know, I don't know. It looks like a Nietzsche, but with a D. Anyway. Okay, marriage boot camp, not growing up hip hop. Marriage boot camp, hip hop. Marriage boot camp, ugh, okay. <laughs> marriage boot camp, I promise you that I just, okay. I feel like you're making so much sense. Marriage boot camp is the one where Soulja Boy almost got jumped by oh, Jessica yes, Dime. Oh, yes, and her and man. Her man. Yes, that was a, okay, you, I'm back. Which, honestly, in retrospect, like, top five reality TV movies, mm-hmm. possibly. Yeah, it was great. Because I fully believe that Jessica Dime would have held her arm out in front of her man like, I got this, and beat Social Boy's ass right. dolo. I mean, because everything about the way she was talking, the way she was standing, let, let me know. Like, if it came to it, she could easily knock Snap it Like, he is nothing to her. Like, sir, if you don't sit your timid ass down, <laughs> quit acting like you're going to fight somebody over here. Me and Riley could probably beat Soulja Boy. Oh, ass. man. Okay. They're okay. not coming back, though, right? It's like a new couple. Yeah, season. it's going to be whole new uh, niggas they're going to exploit, including Hazley, who apparently has a man. I mean, well, Hazley hires people. Hazley is not hip. What is Haz- What is hip-hop about Hazley? E? Louis Prada Gucci. Oh, no, that was oh. Carly Red. No, <laughs> <laughs> Hazel Lee has tried to rap. She's pretending okay, to be a rapper. All right, That's okay. been a storyline. <laughs> sure, fine. Um, matter of fact, Hazel Lee has videos. What is that one Hazel Lee not only has music videos, I'm almost certain that I'm not making it up that Hazel E has a music video with Megan Good in it. What? Child, Megan, Megan Good is out here being nice to everybody. I'm really point. confused by this. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is it. Valley Girl. Please, somebody is in this video. Why would Megan do that? Are they friends? Megan was just not. Yeah, I'm, bitch, look. <laughs> I knew I wasn't making this up. Hazel E, Valley Girl, um, from 2012, currently on YouTube with 99,000 views. Okay. Here she is oh. with Megan Good in the bed with her. That wow. pastor's husband. I mean, that pastor's wife. <laughs> and um, that face has taken a beating since then. Megan Good also has been in, has been photographed wearing a leash with um, Khloe Kardashian on the other end of it. What? You didn't see that picture of Khloe okay, Kardashian no. where she was dressed like a pimp and she had the ACL oh, twins and Megan Good on oh that leash. Oh my God, that was Megan Good in that picture. I thought it was just them. I know she wants everybody <laughs> to burn those pictures. No, no, the internet is forever, sis. But So, Hazelie and Willie from Day 26's girlfriend got on a got into a physical altercation on the set of Marriage <laughs> Boot Camp because apparently the girl Shonda... Willie's lady, who they also appeared on Love and Hip Hop. I don't know if you'll remember. I vaguely remember them being on Love and Hip Hop Hollywood, and she was like the girlfriend to Willie from Day 26, and she used to be a stripper, and then she like mm, went back yes. dancing. Oh, she did. And didn't tell him Wait, or something yeah. like that. Okay, yes. I, like, yes. I feel like they were on like half a season of Hollywood. Okay, okay. Anyway, so she apparently went to 
Hazley and, conf- and confronted her about the colorist comments that Hazley infamously made. Oh, right, right, right. About dark-skinned people. <laughs> you will remember. I do. The episode the, of Bianca. Bianca. Classic television. Another <laughs> classic, important piece of television. Yes, from um, the Pop my butt. Uh, so <laughs> pop, pop my butt. What a hack. So they got into a physical fight based on whatever them them tweets or whatever the fuck it was, that dumb shit that Hazley was talking about. And apparently the niggas also got involved in oh a fight God. based on this. And they had to shut down production. Of course they did. Because of this. So I say that to say that maybe you have WeTV or whatever this shit comes on. And maybe you're down to watch the next season of this. Because surely they will be coming right. out with a trailer soon. Oh, you know they will. Packed full of jump cuts and fades to black and all kinds of (laughs) ominous music or whatever the fuck and I'll be waiting to see it on Instagram yeah I want to know who threw the first punch likely the girl Shonda because who doesn't want to hit Hazley Hazley literally (laughs) like my word does she look like a Jim Henson creation she looks like she like someone just peeled the felt off of her body (laughs) and this is all that's left I feel for her because after I saw her and her mama on TV at the same time, I was like, so many things about this girl click now. Like, Well, her so mama's much. not as unattractive as she is. Okay. Well, <laughs> God damn it. I mean, ignorance, <laughs> surely. You know, <laughs> at fault, probably. But uh, yeah, Hazel E, ugh, I mean, she's like such a wretched person. I don't really want to be on her looks like that, but she's not easy to look at. At all. I mean, I know that it's not particularly PC to make fun of anybody's looks. These what? Okay. I mean, yeah, no, I guess that's true. But when I mean, you would take your ass down to Foot Locker and you put your foot in that horn and they would like, as you're going to be. Don't do this. She looks like a shoe horn. Okay. All right. You know what I was thinking of? Oh, hold on. No, I forgot it. Damn. <laughs> no, I literally forgot it. I hate this cop syrup. <laughs> She looks like that one um, melon that Rose had carved open in that episode of The Golden Girls. (laughs) Let me tell you something. I have a Golden Girls reference for any day of the week. You do. And I be watching every time I scroll through cable and I see Golden Girls on, I'm like, well, bitch, (laughs) let's just park it right here. I have to like, I'm trying to get myself to start watching other things at night so that I can... Have you ever watched something so much that <laughs> when you watch it again, it's like, this isn't as fun because I know what they're going to say before they say it. Yeah. And I've seen this so many times. So you kind of want to take a break so that when you watch it again, it's like, oh, I remember that joke. Yes. Like, I have watched every fucking episode <laughs> of The Golden Girls every night of my life for like the past decade yeah. I'm trying to find something else to watch at night so that I can be made new and get back anyways Hazelie is ugly and she apparently got beat up moving on uh, <laughs> woo Jamie Foxx and Katie Holmes oh my gosh the relationship I always <laughs> wondered about is apparently over um, it has been over for quite some time. Well, I mean, they never really talked to us about it either, so. Which goals? You know? <laughs> right. Like, I won't, I'll won't. i be out here blatantly in public with somebody and not. <laughs> in public? <laughs> Was she, are you getting a sub or are you getting some chicken? <laughs> in public? It's public somebody. <laughs> and not tell y'all shit about that nigga. <laughs> 
What? How is this a legal like niggas substance? drink this every day? Like I want you to think about what you're going through right now on purpose, niggas that have things to do. You cannot. You cannot have things to do and be on this shit. I am gone recreationally. <laughs> Oh my god! Um, and drink it all day. Oh my with god! With Sprite and Jolly Ranchers. Oh my god! What this shit is? I'm I'm in three different places right now. Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx have broken up. Um, I'm really like sideways when it comes to sources and insiders and all of that stuff because yeah. my word, like, what does that even mean? But. People are saying, um, well, at least Us Weekly claims and Us, uh, an insider, (sighs) said of Jamie, it has been many years of him stepping out with other women. He's disrespectful. Oh. And the lies were different. His partying ways don't fit with hers. And she's focused on raising her daughter and working. Now, all of this is after Jamie had apparently been spotted publicly out on what looked to be dates with other women. Oh, yeah. Um, Cela Vave? Cela Yeah, so now they're saying that this girl is his girlfriend or whatever, which I'm not sure I believe. I wouldn't be surprised if he's, you know, taking that down. But she's... She's 21 years old, so I really hope And not. he's 51. Oh, see, no. That which, is disgusting. Jamie looks fantastic. For he does, I but mean, I mean, when I saw this photo at first i thought oh is that some daughter of his i don't know about because that's what she looks like next to him could be no well i'm glad they say um that they're not actually involved at all well no the rumor is that they're dating but i doubt that that's like his girlfriend the way that they're trying to frame it because she's apparently a model and is uh trying to enter the the music industry as a singer Mm mm-hmm Everybody knows Jamie Foxx sings, produced, and all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, oh, that's true. And um, he's apparently been mentoring artists, this girl included, um, and another rapper and stuff like that. So it sounds to me more like this is, you know, some girl that he's working right. with and possibly also smashing. But I doubt that this is a girlfriend or has anything the fuck to do with Katie Holmes. It sounds like Katie Holmes and Jamie Foxx have been broken up since the top of summer or something, right. some shit like that. And they've been having their own Megan Thee Stallion journeys separately. <laughs> it's I probably even, not even a real insider. It's probably Katie told her publicist, take this down. Yeah, just and like, email it to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> like, absolutely. Yeah. I could totally see so that shit too. So let's leak their own shit all the time. That's true. That's why you can, like, a lot of this shit is grain of salt, hence why we be like, whatever yeah. with this stuff. Do you <laughs> see what I'm saying? Like, there's only so much like, right. ooh, girl, did you hear about the scandal? <laughs> like, we know that like 75, 80, 90% of this shit is bullshit anyway. Exactly. Anyways, so... <laughs> Yeah, Jamie Foxx has been out here partying, blaming it on the alcohol and, you know, getting his life with young girls. I really, like, not even from a judgmental place, want to speak to some of these niggas who are 40, 50 plus dating 20-year-olds. Oh, no, that's not dating. Just to, and even, you know, any of the cougars, just to be like, what's that like? I'm not even judging you. Like, I really want to know how that, I mean, I cannot begin to imagine because the thought of a 21-year-old now makes me sick. So I just really don't get what that is about men. And I stopped trying a long time ago to understand what it is men are doing. Uh, Like, as I've said, it's not even that I have anything against young... Like, I pray to be 45, 50 years old 
and just have a nice place by the water with nothing but 25-year-old muscle trade <laughs> running around butt naked and making me drinks. And that's just, you well, know, see, on Instagram honestly, or whatever. Honestly, I see a big VR. difference between 25, 21, and 18. I feel like those three ages, I know legally they mean something as far as 18 and 21 are concerned. Sure. But I think at 25, you have a level of sense that you don't have at 21. I, from my own experience, and I've said it before, 25, 26 was definitely the beginning of me moving into a different era. Prior to that, I was just, you know, I had early 20s and all that is yeah. when you're willing like where is after hours <laughs> like I'm, I'm ready down. for after, after hours right I could be up all I'm night I don't give a fuck free. about this I can do whatever I want to now yes. it's 9 o'clock and you're willing you're wondering whether you're willing to go out at all right. like motherfuckers <laughs> are like <laughs> no I'm actually at home I'm gonna meet you there at 10 like ooh mm. Ashley, Murder about, She Wrote is on, and <laughs> <laughs> like, my back hurt. About 10 o'clock, not gonna make it. <laughs> and we're talking about like Friday. Right. You know, like, so I don't have no problem with, you know, a 51 year old man having even 25 year old girls, you know, like your little situation that you just described. If you wanted a bunch, if you was 50 and wanted a bunch of 25 year old niggas all oiled up and stuff to like, just feed run around you and, be fine. and play Trina for you or whatever. Just right. be butt naked and fine. I just feel like 25-year-olds are a little more capable of making that decision out of like knowing that it's fun or something they want to do or, you know, I just feel like they have a greater level of understanding about life. And Possibly, yeah. Than, than a 21. Like 21 just sounds to me like... And it, to me... Like, like a baby, really. Again, it's not even like I'm... Coming from a, how could you, like a negative place. I'm just genuinely curious as to what that experience is like. Are you not mm-hmm. constantly reminded that this person is super young? Like, are you he not? He has to be. She's younger than his oldest daughter. I just want to know what the vibe gives. Do they make you feel young? Do they make you, fe- like, I, I just want to, I'm just curious. That's it. I'm not trying to be like judgmental. I just want to know. Yeah, no, These are not... so many celebrities especially and, and rich motherfuckers right. who just have much younger like dating folk. Right. Well, that, I mean, that's because they can. That's because, you know, these young pretty girls want to be on There's a rich something. man's arm. They want to be and they don't give a damn how old you are. Not saying this is a Jamie Foxx 38 year olds. And and you know who that that's Leonardo DiCaprio. Like he is around that same age, maybe early forties now, and he's constantly seen with a younger girl, like Mm -hmm. twenty something years younger. It's like almost like a trophy for them. Maybe it's because people at that age like know where the fun is. (laughs) You really want to make this about niggas not being shit? When I think I'm really not trying to make. I know, I know. You're really trying to like make it be not that, but I think it is that. Because I'm just saying, like, even like the few guys that I have gone on date with dates with and stuff that have been in their early twenties at like the age range I've been at. Mm -hmm. I've all. It's not that I, I've had a negative experience. It's, there's just been things that have been constant reminders of like, oh, you're younger than me. Like yeah. you're way younger than me. Right. And I'm talking about maybe not even, maybe an eight or nine, ten year difference. Oh, that's huge. So when we're talking about thirty, yeah, I'm just curious how that looks. I'm not saying that you ain't shit. Some of y'all really ain't, mm. but I'm just curious. <laughs> you know what's it like? <laughs> I think I think you just have to think about niggas and how they make all their decisions with their dicks. But again, I'm spiritually like 65 right now. So maybe. No, you're not. (laughs) not. I feel like my soul is very elderly. Well, and And it's been here before as well. And my knees. (laughs) And my digestive system. 
that is it it's that gluten sensitivity shit right yeah. that you have yeah damn I remember when you found that out we were all set for you my nigga it's not even just gluten it's just like all together stuff oh okay I thought you meant like the no wheat thing yeah like I don't eat weed and I don't eat dairy and like honestly like anything that is like obviously garbage yeah i probably would <laughs> like upset your stomach anyway it's like you may be able to take a tablet or maybe a little bit of some you know pink stuff yeah and be all right i'm gonna be in the fetal position for a week okay so i just don't it's just not worth it, it. it's yeah. just not even worth it Damn. that's where i'm at which is fine because it forces you to think about what you're eating yeah. more and not eat cheese fries at three o'clock in the morning <laughs> Which, I mean, I, they probably have vegan cheese fries. It's not worth it. <laughs> no, it it's, isn't. It is I work within the bounds of what I can do. Um, what oh, do we got man. left? Uh, versus is really stupid. Jamie Foxx and oh, right. that white woman okay, not yeah. being together oh, that's no more. Fine. All right. They're doing their separate things. Bye, and cool. you guys. <laughs> this seems to make more sense than y'all being together anyway. Because I was, like, really confused. But whoever's happy and why ever and whatever. Um, The rest of this is, like, so... No real famous people did anything this week. No shade. So, Fifty Cent had a party, a tycoon pool party in Jersey. Um, Snoop was there. Bitches were there. Of course, um, probably always in liquor sponsors and weed. Hoping somebody was there checking IDs. Who was not there was Wendy Williams, who um, was kept at the door and not allowed in. What? Uh, due to Kurtz Jackson beef. Yes. Now, I forgot about this, <laughs> but apparently uh, 50 Cent shared some, I was going to say barbs in the definition of like, you yeah, know what I'm saying, barbs? Jabs. But, you know, <laughs> I didn't want to confuse Right. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, he called her a crackhead earlier in the year when she's talking about her whole... Oh, yes. I remember that. That was due to comments that she apparently made in her (laughs) show about him. And right, right, right. So she showed up at his tycoon pool party and was not permitted inside. And apparently 50 told security specifically not to let her in. And that is... A story now. My thing was just like, well, why did, why she, did go? she go? You know, exactly. like, I was about to ask you that exact same thing. And I thought to myself, I wouldn't put it past 50 Cent to extend an invitation privately oh, just no. to keep her out and embarrass her because he's the king of petty. I would post the invitation. If I was Wendy, I would be like, "No, you got me fucked up. That's like I'm fair. some, like I'm some thirsty, stupid bitch. That's fair. You know, trying so hard to get into your little raggedy ass party. I was asked, and then you turned around and acted a fucking fool. She apparently just canceled a whole bunch of live shows that Damn. she has, she's been doing. Mm. Started. It was one of those like the live tour talk cancellation. Show? Oh, things. okay. It was like one canceled, two shows canceled, and then like oh, the whole thing. Yeah, I think she was doing like a stand up show. It was like a stand-up comedy show with her and some other actual comment. Okay. Comedy. <laughs> actual comedian. Yeah. <laughs> comedy people, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought that was petty and uh, I'm sure if you said got a huge laugh out of it. Um, Trash. Forrest, he posted video of her outside on his Instagram with a caption that says, you no, can't just didn't. show up to my... Wow. <laughs> Of course he did. God damn it. Can't just show up to my party if you've been talking about me. Bitch, wait outside. 
Wendy posted a photo of her outside with Snoop Dogg, who apparently, according to his uh, guest appearance on The Breakfast Club, was just going home and bumped into her. <laughs> Didn't know what was going on. And had no clue what was going on. <laughs> I love Snoop. He has an album out today as well. Well, another gospel out. one or like a no? It's like a, a he's fully in Black Uncle mode. Oh, okay, so we're getting like Snoop vibe. It's like Snoop's music now is mm-hmm. like fully what I believe my uncle would come playing. <laughs> When niggas are like already playing dominoes and he just comes in with this music blasting. Okay, a genre. Whether it is reggae, gospel, R and B or rap, he's just everybody's uncle. It's right. It's your uncle's soundtrack. I get it. Also, who was at um Fifty Cent's Tycoon party? Let's see how you do with this. Wife and Lucci. What do you know? What do you know about wife Regine's boyfriend. Spot on. Has sis. a bunch of kids. You are a winner today, dude. <laughs> I know no I know YFN can't be young fuck nigga like it like I think. Like it, it ought to be. <laughs> what does YFN mean? Do you know? I forgot. Like I know that there are all of these abbreviated ass acronym ass rap names out and I'm kinky but Oh, it's YFN. It's YFN. Oh. Oh, yeah, no, that's what we said. And there's YRN, (laughs) there's NBA, and. Your friendly neighborhood? That can't be it. (laughs) If it's your friendly neighborhood, Lucci. Young fly nigga. I don't know why I didn't know that. That You didn't think people were going to. That should have just been obvious. All right, sure. Fine. (laughs) So, um,. Young Thug has a new album out called So Much Fun. Apparently, it's been called his debut album, which <laughs> confuses me. But here we are. He's got this new album out, and on one of the songs, apparently, he takes a subliminal shot at the luch or the luchador. If uh, you, I don't know. No, right. But what the fuck is a luchador? <laughs> it's like a wrestler, Mexican wrestler. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you was just, you know, being cute. Let I was trying. <laughs> Teodora. What? I am lint. Lint. No. How you spell Teodora? I don't know what you're talking about. The word that you just said. Is that what you heard me say? Yeah. What was the word? <laughs> Luchador. Luchador. <laughs> I need to go on. <laughs> Hashtag pay for Chris. <laughs> <laughs> So his album, um, Young Thug's album, So Much Fun is Out. On the album, he took some subliminal shots. This is so... I'm just going to... I hope you know I'm calling this the lean episode. (laughs) The listeners already know because they've seen the title. But I'm letting you know now that I've decided. Um... No, because it was like I was really trying to Google what you said, and then he was like, "Bitch, that's not what I said." It's just like, what is it? this medicine? Because I said it, and then me? you immediately heard something else. Um, I think I just realized how so, fucked up I am. Apparently, Young Thug took some Ooh, shots at Wyatt on his album. He said, "Last nigga tried me, almost got popped in Lennox." To which Wife and Lucci responded on Instagram. 
on his IG story, Boy almost shitted on himself in Lennox cap-ass album. So this led us to a realization that apparently okay. there was some sort of in-person altercation that may or may not have taken place at Atlanta's very famous Lennox Yeah, there's always some shit about to happen in Lennox. I mean, every day. <laughs> right. Damn it. So that's nothing new. Um, Thugger Thugger was not at all entertained by the Luch's comments mm-hmm. on his supposed cap-ass album. So he responded with an IG story comment of his own that says, at YFN, that's not his Instagram, by the way. Okay. At YFN, if ain't like what you do for your mother and kids, I'm assuming this is if I ain't like oh, okay. what you do for your mother and kids, I would have been killed you with four laughing emojis. Because uh... murder is laughing. This is, uh, it seems like, you know, this is a stupid thing to tweet or post on Instagram. This is a really dumb thing to publish to social media. (laughs) What is wrong with these niggas? How you gonna tell somebody, yeah, if you didn't have family who would miss you, (laughs) then I would take you out. Not even that, but if I didn't like the fact that you take care of them. God damn. This is just. Like if I didn't feel like your mother and kids would be. Mm -hmm. Destitute without you. I guess getting less deluxe. Meals from wherever they Niggas eat. have got to start letting somebody What's hold their going phones. On? I mean, <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Real friend. <laughs> you need to get your app in development. I really <laughs> need have, to make this You app. have to hurry up. They all need it. YFN Lucci appeared on um, Atlanta's also very famous V103, of the course, People Station. Of course. Um, where he claimed to have slept with Young Thug's longtime girlfriend, uh, Jerrica. And um, oh, Jerrica wow. obviously took to Instagram to defend herself and called Delucci a clout chaser and a liar. I believe her. Obviously, Same. she's very, <laughs> there's a certain kind of passion in being like, yeah. you are absolutely you lying, lying on, on me. me. Right. <laughs> like, specifically lying on my genitals. Yeah. We're not doing and it. And I won't have it. Um, here we are in the today of things. <laughs> so, if you ever happen to scroll past, um, a headline that says something about uh, a shootout or a drive-by with Young Thug's name in it or wife and Lucci's name in it. This is some possible backstory. Apparently, within the past week or so, um, people have shot at wife and Lucci's car twice already. So, you know, everybody's having a great time, you know, <laughs> learning from what's going on in the world today and respecting oh, human life. How is this? How is any of this, like... Like, I just feel like the reaction to this is so far away from the severity of the original matter that it's just like, niggas could also just calm down. This makes me think of that story that happened in the Bronx the other day where niggas was shooting over a parking spot. I didn't hear anything. Yes, about this that, yes, actually. Oh my God. A parking spot? You went and got a gun over a parking spot? <laughs> Have I ever talked about the road rage compilations I watch every now and then mm, on here. Maybe. I don't know if you've talked about it on the show. If you haven't, it's been a while. like maybe there has been one episode where I mentioned them. Yeah. But there was like, there's a YouTube channel and I want to say they're called Fury Road and I only know that obviously because of the commonalities of my name. It's right. commonalities a word. Who knows? Um, But I watched like several road rage compilation videos on there and some of the shit that I saw Aside from just actual accidents and and people being reasonably pissed, pissed, I saw some shit that was like, oh, I'm so glad I don't drive. (laughs) 
Yeah, because you never know if you're sharing the road with somebody who will absolutely flip the fuck out and be willing to risk and everybody's just hop life. out and start busting shots. Like, cars are not... Or just fight you. <laughs> these are not... You know, cars are not plastic. Like, these are not things that just don't have any real impact in the world. You are driving something that weighs tons. It can do so much damage, and you are, like, being reckless with it. That shit is crazy. But then there are people who don't even get into accidents who are then really still willing to kill, be killed, whatever, because somebody just did something on the road that pissed them off. Yeah. And I used to be a super road rage, but, like, people on the road used to piss me off all the time because can't nobody in Miami drive. Everybody in Miami knows that. But... The stuff that I hear about and witness in terms of, of road rage and driving yeah. is crazy as fuck. Like, I don't... Uh. I mean, I did... I used to have, like... I wouldn't call it road rage, but I would get annoyed with people on the road who were assholes, you know, occasionally, but never anything to the point where I thought of, like, following them home like some of these people do and for damn sure not shooting or stabbing them because they cut me off. You know, on the fucking road or whatever. Niggas is crazy. Some of y'all gotta find outlets for their rage. I mean, like healthy. Because the outlet really should not be fucking Instagram. Like, it's just a matter of time before all this, these screenshots are just evidence. The shade room getting a fucking subpoena because of you niggas. And they're gonna give it up. They don't have <laughs> Like, bitch, they don't care. Yes, this is what he tweeted, Your Honor. <laughs> Any you other questions? Mess. That's it for the hot tops this week. I did the absolute best. I had fun. I feel like could. I feel like we talked about maybe three or four white people and <laughs> Hazel Lee of all people this week. So, you know, right. maybe next time we'll do one of those 20 questions things. You only do that once. Oh, yeah. And I had fun with that, too. I did have fun. Maybe it was the lean. But, you know, even though we talked about mainly flops, I still had a good time. <laughs> okay. Great. Well, then let's take a break and then we'll do some letters. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show so listen guys the next generation of influential black voices can be found on npr's new collection black stories black truths i've been running my mouth about it for a while now black representation in media is incredibly important and i feel like it's in kind of a situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. 
Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Okay, we're back. And it is now time for your letters. It is. Send your questions to asktheread at gmail.com. We may just read them aloud on this show. I have to say, we got so many emails about Bossy. Yeah. Woo! She, that, uh, that yeah, she fucked y'all up. Strong reception. <laughs> yes. For so many great reasons. Y'all were not ready for, for that one. I want to thank Bossy again for um, coming on the show and doing that extended version of the couch. Points were made. They were, you know, and I think we got some people to look at things a little bit differently, which is great. And, you know, actually work on like loving yourself as you Apparently are. A lot of people cried. Yeah. So. Uh, sorry to make y'all cry, but you know, I remember there was a point during the conversation where I felt like I could cry, but I don't remember what part it was. Um, So I guess I get it. I don't think I ever, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's therapy stuff, mental health stuff, trauma and backgrounds and all that. It's like, it's emotional, obviously in nature. So thanks again to Bossy. Make sure y'all go get her book. Um, all right. We also, oh shit. We have an update from the girl who drove on her birthday to see her daddy and he had a nigga in the house. God, it's so good. So first of all, she included in the email that her father has an older door and it doesn't have a peephole. So he has to open it if he wants to know who's on the other side. That blows. So she said, after calling my father multiple times and getting no response, I took your advice and left a voicemail on his phone saying that I was going to come over on Friday after work. I came over and after knocking, he opened the door and let me in. (laughs) We sat down and after small talk, I explained to him about my sexuality being pansexual, in case you forgot. And it's okay to be who you are, that I'll always support him and be there for him, etc. My father just stared at me, saying nothing. And then he said that he isn't gay and doesn't like men and that there's nothing wrong with him. Oh, okay. I saw in his eyes that he was lying and he knew it too. He completely denied what happened on my 23rd birthday when I surprised him and he instantly changed the subject when I tried to talk about it further. My father is 54 years old and very stuck in his way. So it seems as though it seems as though there's nothing in him that wants to be open with me. I have no choice but to let it go. I appreciate your help. Thanks. You can't. Okay. Well, well, you know, <laughs> you've yeah. talked. Yeah. You have addressed the issue. Yep. Um, Not the direction I particularly <laughs> expected it to go. Not a shocking one. Right. Given the world we live in. Yeah, exactly. But as long as you know what, you can speak to your daddy and hang out with your daddy and it's all in the past <laughs> and everything's cool. If that's, you know, the... The life he wants to live or the narrative that he's sticking with. Yeah. Cool. As long as you, I mean, you know. I mean, you write about the fact that you can't make no grown man, you know, be vulnerable with you. 54? A 54-year-old black man at that? About his sexuality? Girl. uh. That means that closet is cozy. He's not, (laughs) he doesn't have a problem with it. feels good. He's got everything he needs seated. (laughs) Right. Right by him. And you are not invited inside. Nobody is invited in. Honestly, I would just take that. I would take that as it is right Mm -hmm. there. And just, he knows at this point that if he's ever ready, that you're there. And clearly he's not ready to even face that possibility. This is what's called out in the open. (laughs) 
All right. Yeah. Well, not good, even really. Good job with you, though. But good job yeah, you did that. You did what you needed to do. And it's like I said, if y'all can speak and it's all good, it's all good. All right. Somebody else asked about some new black anime called Cannon Busters. I haven't watched it yet, okay. but I know why that's like a thing people are excited about. It's on my list on Netflix. Okay. I got things to catch up on, but it, I, it's on my eyes. She said, I know Crystal probably don't. And you're right, girl. I had never even heard of it. So, amen. Cowboy Bebop. I mean, it's one of those. Um, it's made by some people who've made some great stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, she said something. Never mind. I, I've literally like watched of all of their stuff already, except this one that's brand new. So, I'm going to check it out when I have a chance. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Our first question this week comes from September who says, I am a black gay male living in Los Angeles. Cis, sorry, cis gay male living in Los Angeles. Back in January, my partner of two years, who is of Asian descent, decided to break up with me so that he can work and focus on himself. All right. Before we started dating, he was working a commission-based retail job and not making his sales numbers. He rented out a room at a house that was barely furnished, didn't have a real group of friends, and had a severe undiagnosed mental illness. He battles with anxiety and depression and has always leaned on me to help him through the hard times. <laughs> Been here. <laughs> I was the one who suggested that he go to a doctor and get things checked out. After his diagnosis, we sat down together and came up with a game plan to help him through this. He was prescribed medication, attended a therapist regularly, joined a gym. I bought him a weighted blanket thanks to y'all's suggestion. So good. Books. <laughs> he has aspirations to work in fashion, so I thought I could get so I thought I could help him get out of his rut at work by making him some business cards, a website, digital and physical portfolio, updated his resume and used my connections to help him land two internships and work LA fashion week with this help and boost of confidence. He ended up exceeding his sales goals at work and his life was really turning around. I made it a point to help him out his misery because I loved him and thought he deserved better. Things were really starting to turn around for him and our relationship while we were together. We never fought besides minor disagreements where we talked things out like mature adults, never cheated supported each other's dreams, etc. So you can understand my shock that he wanted to end things. From February to... Oh, wait. Oh, no. <laughs> so she said... Not she. Sorry. He says that for six months, they were in a, like, a situationship where they weren't technically together. Right. But they were still 100% acting like a couple. You know how that shit goes. Oh, yeah. So September says, after six months of this bullshit, I was tired of not making it official and wanted to talk about us again and when he could be serious. When we can be serious. He said he isn't ready for a relationship yet. That upset me and I told him he can come to me whenever he is ready. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't remember. <laughs> this is just... Oh, man. So basically, this person reached out many times, sent flowers to be sweet, and this boy keeps saying over and over, like, I'm not ready for a relationship. I miss him tremendously, and I have no idea what happened. I started to notice signs of disengagement when he started to go to his therapist on a more frequent basis. And as wild as this, as wild as this sounds, I feel like the therapist might have said something to make him act this way. I feel <laughs> like she broke us up. He is a very impressionable person, and I think she could have really played a part in us falling apart. <laughs> okay. Woo! Am I crazy to think that the therapist may have played a part in this breakup? What can I do to get him back? Do you think there's any hope he will wake up and realize what happened? How do I try to salvage this without coming across as a stalker? This breakup is very one-sided and something I do not want. I feel like I should wait for him to come around, but I don't want to look like a fool. Child. Having no way of communicating or checking in on him is really hard. I love him, and I want us to work. Any advice would be great. Love y'all. September. My advice is you find somebody to talk to as well. <laughs> yeah, September. So, woof, baby. 
there ain't no no sense in in wallowing over one sided desire when it comes to you know yeah. a relationship like that. If he doesn't want to be in a relationship, yeah, whether that feeling idea was inspired by his therapist himself, his cat, his mother, yeah, this is just where you're at, right? I understand. I understand like <laughs> investing in someone throughout the course of whatever your relationship is mm-hmm. whether it is official boyfriend boyfriend girlfriend girlfriend boyfriend girlfriend whether it's a situationship a friend with benefit ship yeah. whatever i understand like i did this and i was there for this and i paid for this and i was you know my shoulder was here for you on this day. i understand all of that right But you have to sometimes just look at the cards that are on the table Mm -hmm. and just take them the way that they're dealt. You know, I get it. I understand being in love and and dealing with the unrequited bullshit or just not being able to make sense out of why a relationship ended or had to end or whatever. But it's over it seems like it needs to be or it, yeah. it, it was meant to be. And at this point, you're only harming yourself mentally and emotionally by harping on why that is. It's just over. And you could be spending this time, you know, working yourself, building yourself back up, getting your, shel- your own shit together if you need to, you know, cutting that hair and getting you a new outfit and going and, and flirting with some other queens yeah. out there in West Hollywood. But Damn. I feel for you because I think most of us have probably been in this situation before. Yeah. But I mean, first of all, people are entitled to grow and change and, and leave us. They're allowed to do that. And to his credit, he was open with you that he didn't want a relationship. Didn't think it was the time for y'all to be together. Even after you sent the flowers, he said it was best. Y'all go your separate ways. Like this is very much, I don't think you have, I think this is more like, exposing for me that you have an issue because there's no reason for you to want to cling on so tight to somebody who has told you over and over again that that's not where they want to be that's not where they are right now like your the therapy may have played a part in the breakup but that doesn't necessarily make therapy a bad thing (laughs) that doesn't even mean that like even if the therapist did cause him to arrive to this conclusion that he doesn't need to be with you. It doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you. It doesn't mean that the, right. the therapist well. was like saying, I mean, <laughs> right. But I'm, I mean, it's not like it, it almost sounds to me as if September has this idea that the therapist was like, you don't need to be in a relationship with him because X, yeah. Y, and Z. And don't you see that's like, not how that goes. <laughs> the therapist could have all could have completely been like, you know what? You need to work on this right. and that about you. And you'll never be able to fully be there for somebody if you don't work on this. The therapist could have just enlightened him Oof. on all of the work that he needs to do in order to be there the way that he needs to be for anybody. Mm-hmm. So I think that especially given that he's going to therapy and has r- arrived in the place that he is, you just got to accept it because it's more than likely for the best. Right. But even if that motherfucker was like, you know what? I was just, I, I saw the face to Christ in my cool whip and I just, he, it's like he told me <laughs> that I should be by myself. It doesn't matter if it, right. if it, if it feels unfair or there's closure or no closure. Yep. This is what the situation is. 
And you're harming yourself. You're doing yourself an injustice. Right. By trying to fight it. Exactly that. Like, you are going to make yourself so miserable trying to chase this man. And then the way you talk about it, like, what can I do to get him back? Do you think he's ever going to wake up and, and smell the coffee and all this shit? Right. Like, baby, this man is not in a place to be with you, period. That's it. And he's let you know that. Like, you are going to have to just accept it and let it go. And I know it sucks because you spent, you know, you said y'all been together two years and all this and you invested so much in him and now that he's doing better he left you like maybe it is that situation I just kind of automatically assume that he went to therapy and realized that this relationship was not where he needed to be I feel like you know Bossy gathered a lot of this last week as well (laughs) maybe in little sprinkles and portions throughout the episode but I feel like there is definitely a couple of words in that conversation for this as well yeah September I just want you to know that like you are worth more than laying down your life and like pausing things for some nigga waiting around for some motherfucker to like notice you and see how great you are and want to be with you. Right. This man has his own shit going on and that does not include you right now. So you might as well pick yourself back up and dust yourself off and go back going in your own direction. The end. Good luck to you. And (laughs) And leave all of that. Well, maybe if, and what about, and I bet if all of that what if could have should have would have been kill it. Let right. that shit be dead. Please it is do. over. Move on. Forget it. It's all good. You'll be all right. Woof. Amen. Okay. Next question comes from I need a fake name for a girl. Laquita. Laquita. Of Martin Fame. <laughs> Laquita says my boyfriend and I have been dating for two years he treats me well we rarely argue and we generally don't have any huge problems for the last few weeks I've noticed he's been very emotionally distant a couple of days ago I explained what I've been feeling and he basically told me that he didn't realize he was being distant but he promised he'd work on it he didn't but I chose not to bring it up again (laughs) last night he sat me down and said that he actually is being distant purposely and the reason why is because he can't afford to do anything for me for my birthday he feels bad about it and didn't want and didn't know how to tell me. Uh-huh. Normally, this would not be an issue for me, but I told him months ago what I wanted to do for my birthday, which is an upcoming music festival with all my favorite artists. He has been having financial trouble, so I told him then I would even pay for the whole trip, including flights, the hotel, and everything. But he said he would handle everything and told me not to worry about it. Mm-hmm. Three weeks ago, I brought up the trip again and asked if he needed help with anything, and again, he told me no. I'm generally not the biggest birthday person, so I don't care about celebrating. This is just something I wanted to do that happens to be around the time of my birthday. I can no longer go because at this point, the prices of everything have increased and it would be way too expensive. I'm a Virgo and this infuriates me. I plan everything months in advance and I hate doing anything last minute. But besides that, I'm really hurt. I don't understand why he couldn't talk to me about this. This was something I was really looking forward to and him stalling and being distant cost me the opportunity to get shut done myself. He's very prideful and kind of hot-headed, and I'm very blunt. So I feel like if I say exactly how I feel, we will definitely be breaking up. How can I explain my frustration <laughs> without escalating the issue? I don't want to deal with a failed birthday trip and a relationship. Please help Laquita. The subject of this was, is there any way to not break up with him? And I, I mean, mean, I would say... <laughs> I'm going to say no. There's no way to not break up with him. I would say... I guess you're running the risk of breaking up um, because you have already stated that you feel like if you even attempt to have this conversation, it will lead to a breakup. Mm-hmm. So there's that. 
Um, I feel like, you know what, if it leads to a breakup, it leads to a breakup. Yeah. I would rather, I would rather say how I feel in this situation and risk the possibility of us breaking up yep. than hold resentment towards you and animosity and not say Whatever. anything <laughs> and have it basically affect every way we move until we inevitably break up anyway because now we get on each other's nerves. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. I'd rather just be open as best as I can and as patiently as I assume that I can um, in my delivery on how I mm-hmm. feel to you than to just hold on to it and be pissed. I know I'm going to be pissed. I know that my behavior is going to display that I'm pissed. And that is going to be even more frustrating for both of us. For you, because something's clearly wrong and I won't tell you what it is. And for me, because something's clearly wrong and I really want to cuss you the fuck out and I feel like I can. Right. So I'd rather just be like, look, I understand that you are prideful. Mm-hmm. I understand that you really wanted to make this happen for me. You probably feel bad. And I totally get that. And I appreciate you for wanting to make the effort. However, please understand my feelings of frustration. Right. Because I told you ages and ages ago that it wouldn't have been a big deal. It was not a problem for me to handle everything. Like, you don't have to do everything. Right. Like, I need to have that conversation. I'm not going to not. And again, 25 year old pre flight. I know. I <laughs> a couple know. of years ago, Fury would have just arms folded, steaming pissed. Tell him. <laughs> I'm not saying a word to you, and bitch, you better figure out why I'm mad. <laughs> now, I'm just going to say it to you. And if we break up, well, fuck. Damn it. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I think you should break up because this man has made it clear that he prioritizes his pride over your happiness. Oh, that's deep. And that is just really, I mean, y'all have been together for two years. That's kind of, it's not like, it's like you're so proud that you couldn't just let me do it. It was my birthday trip. And all I'm saying is this is what this is what I want to do. And I will take care of it. Let's just go. And your pride and no, my girl, I'm assuming it's like my girl can't pay for her own birthday trip. Blah, 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 blah. Like if you really did all that just for me not to be able to go do the thing I wanted to do on my fucking birthday. Dog. Nigga, you could have bought me a no. T-shirt when we got there, or like, right. like taking put me your out fucking to pride aside. or something like Niggas that. Niggas have got to grow up and be real yeah. about it. Grow up and be real about it. The fact that he knew he would be ruining something you really wanted to do for your fucking birthday and did it, let his pride take precedence anyway. You know, it really is like Hell flagrant. No. <laughs> the fact that the fact that it came up twice like however many months it is that she said prior where she talked about it and he said that he would cover it and then she said she brought it up again three weeks weeks ago and then he was still like nah now i'm legit pissed right (laughs) now i have to fight you because at least three weeks ago you knew what time it was yeah three weeks ago you knew you was not gonna have it in three weeks you knew that like i don't know what lick you thought you was about to hit within these couple of days bitch but i feel like you knew we wasn't going yeah three weeks ago and three weeks ago we could have gone because i would have handled it the way i planned on handling it from the beginning right so like they're like you hit the nail on the head, I think, in terms of saying that his pride was more important than 
uh, her happiness. And I feel like a lot of people don't even look at it like that when they are, when their pride does get in the way of shit. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm, I wanted to do X, Y, and Z for you, for you, for you. But you knew that that wasn't going to happen. Yeah. So, like, you could have just put that aside. Right. It's not that deep. Bitch, I wasn't to be at that music festival. Like, I don't even know why I'm here with this dirty ass, broke ass nigga. See, exactly. <laughs> you weren't doing it. For me, because if you were, you would have said, babe, I ain't got it. You should book them tickets for your birthday. You were doing it for you so that if you did manage to pull it off, we could go on this trip and you could feel so big and bad and special and important and proud of yourself. for Yes. And that is just I just I hate it for you, girl. I'm sorry you asked. And I'm going to say there's no way to not break up with him. But you could also track your Fury's method and see, you know. I'm at the Doesn't very because I, I mean you obviously don't want to break up with this nigga and it doesn't even sound like you worded this <laughs> letter like I'm two seconds away from breaking up from with him. You basically said you think like if you bring it up because you're blunt and he is proud and yeah. whatever that y'all are probably going to break up or there's a chance of it. I'm saying I'd take the chance. Maybe you won't. Maybe you'll be surprised <laughs> and you will be able to have that. Uh, discussion maybe you will argue and be a little pissed off at each other for a couple of days and then you'll have another conversation it'll be okay and or maybe you will actually break up yeah. I feel like either way I'm gonna say something to you because I would much rather mm-hmm. have the conversation and the ch- let the chips land where they may than just be pissed and treat you like somebody who is pissed at you yes. but not saying anything because that doesn't work for anybody. I'm still angry, but now I'm angry <laughs> and you in my face. So, like, what? No. <sighs> Man, Mm-mm. it's just not gonna work out. I feel for you. But if you break up, bitch, you break up. That's right, girl. I just ugh, like every time I think about this, I'm like, I could have had it. I could have had it secured and reserved, and you played with me. The weekend or whatever this festival. I hate it. I hate it. However long it is, <laughs> it will go by. Yes. And you will know <laughs> that you are not there <laughs> seeing whoever the fuck it is that you wanted to see. All because this nigga couldn't just choke it on up right. and deal with the fact that he couldn't pay for it or whatever. Which most, I want to go out on a limb here and say that most women who like really love the nigga that they're with won't give a fuck anyway. No. Nope. Am I? No, because I mean, and let's be real, most people are not out here like making enough money to take Two people right. to no fucking festival. I mean, flight and hotel and food and, and tickets. the show. Right. right? No, everybody is out here splitting bills. But like, we all already about to work till we die. Exactly. <laughs> so exactly. So it's like you didn't even have to do this. It wasn't like you promised to play the electric bill or something. Like this is a huge expense, and you could have just been like, "Yeah, baby, I do not have an extra two thousand dollars or whatever." So. D- let's do your thing Whatever some of y'all you take do. you know city girls to heart and you really would be like <laughs> fuck this nigga cause he couldn't buy them tickets and that's your prerogative but I mean, bitch you can do that but like if you couldn't buy the tickets either then maybe just be real with yourself here we are <laughs> you were trying to be Woo! upfront and honest yeah and that nigga was just not having it so if you break up you break up right. at the very least you need to confront him amen alright last question how many have we done? Now, well, Two, we did. We've done. We've done a lot. Okay, yeah. Last question is from Tanya. Says, "I'm a 25 year old neonatal intensive care nurse, and I have been suffering with depression and anxiety for pretty much my whole life." Got to Google neonatal. I th- isn't that the NICU? The NICU, where it's like the preemies. 
I think that's the preemie unit. Relating to newborn children. Uh, well, okay. but she's in the intensive care. Got it. I get so. it now. Okay. Um, lately, it's lately her um, depression and depression and anxiety. I feel like I was doing pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> fuck all right i listened to your episode last week with your guest host and everything y'all were talking about hit super close to home for me like crystal i am a people pleaser and lately my relationships with everyone have been pretty rocky i'm always saying yes even when all i want to do is scream no and i struggle constantly with expressing myself because i always get shut down especially by my mother and grandmother they are extremely hard to talk to at times because they get really defensive and (laughs) are internalizers where i am a person who likes to feel and express my feelings the only thing they don't internalize is the way they feel about my size. I'm a bigger girl. And even though I have accomplished a lot, my weight always seems to overshadow anything else that I do. Most times I feel as though I'm not good enough because I'm not smaller. My question is, what is the best way to communicate my feelings to them and people in general without getting shut down and continuing this cycle? Do I just cut them off until they figure out how to better communicate? How do I express myself to others or say no without feeling bad about it? Thanks, guys. Tanya. Hmm. Well, I can tell you right now with that last one, saying no without feeling bad is just something you're going to have to do. You just have to force yourself to do it that one. The first time is the hardest. Yeah. It really is. And it gets easier every single time after that. Hey, can you go run 900 errands for me tomorrow? No. I really want to like write a book called um, Year of No, but I don't. Feel, I don't know the legal. <laughs> like Shonda might, right? Yeah. <laughs> there might be an issue there, but it's a power in saying no and it being is. okay with it. It is yeah. like you, but you have to. You kind of just have to spit it out. You it's have hard. To, yeah, you have to text it and then put your phone on airplane mode or do not disturb whatever or whatever you need takes. to do. The answer is no. Like, I'm simply not doing it. And this sounds like, you know, especially fucked up because you're getting all of this shit from two people who are like extremely close to you. Yeah. So. Oh, goodness. I get yeah, it. Yeah. So the best way. Let's start with the first one. What is the best way for me to communicate my feelings to them without getting shut down? And continuing this cycle. I mean, I don't know how to promise that you won't get shut down. Right. The The way you communicate doesn't necessarily make the difference between whether they're going to have this right. conversation with you. Mm-hmm. They're probably not, at least the first time, going to be willing to have this conversation with you. They're probably immediately going to be defensive. So I think you just have to worry about saying exactly what it is you want to say and conveying your message clearly and focus on that as opposed to how it will be received. Yeah. Because you already know you're going at it with people who like you are their daughter and granddaughter and still they feel like it's okay to belittle you for the size of your body. Like, so you're going into it with people who are probably not going to think that they, that there's anything wrong with that. They're not, Mm. they're going to think that there's nothing wrong with them talking to you like that. And you know, the fact that you feel like you can't, establish boundaries in your life and do whatever it is like you feel like you can't take care of yourself i think this is one of those things that kind of just requires a leap off the edge you know it's like you got to sort of just rip the no band-aid off and like the boundary band-aid or whatever you just kind of got to jump into it and be like fuck whatever the reaction is because i know what i'm what it is i'm standing up in and i think that if you do like a little self-evaluation of how you plan on um, expressing yourself and you have come to the realization or the decision that you aren't being disrespectful, Mm -hmm. you aren't being nasty, 
I think that might make it, at least just for me anyway, yeah. a little bit easier to deliver what it is that you're going to say. Because, I mean, if at the end of the day that you you know what's right, you know what's wrong, you know how and when to stand up for yourself or that that at least that's what you're doing. Right. Um, You just kind of got to go with it, my nigga, and just be like, <laughs> you know, maybe they're going to respond with, oh, well, you know that. Da, 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 yeah. da. And that's just the reaction. It is what it is. And it's a sign of different times, cultures, upbringings, etc. But... Yeah, you gotta just kind of rip the fucking band-aid off. And like you said, it it's a thing you you just do and I think it gets easier. Yeah. Once and you it'll definitely be it definitely will be easier. <laughs> the I'm about to go to sleep. Yeah. Um but I think it's so much easier if you don't live with them. I you didn't specify if you do or don't. But if you yeah. don't live with them, this is a whole lot easier to do. If you do <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. You'll be a brand new you to say some shit. Did I just? <laughs> right. But so you got this fancy job. So and you live. I'm not going to say the state you live in, but it's overall a fairly low cost state. So uh, you might live alone. And if so, that makes it so much easier to be like, no, I will not do X, Y, Z. And no, you will not talk to me such and such way because I can get up and remove myself from this premise. Like you're not going to do it. You simply not. You're going to learn how to talk to me like you respect me. Um, a certain age, age range, and um, self sufficiency. Yeah, definitely help. I think um, glue together the confidence it takes to mm -hmm. to express yourself that way. Um, so yeah, if you definitely don't live with these people, you you know taking care of yourself, you grown. Mm -hmm. There's just, and I feel like I said this yesterday. There's still things that. There's still moments where I see my mother reacting to something that her mother is saying to her. Yeah. My mother, my grandmother is still on my mama like, well, why didn't I do it? Mm -hmm. so? And, and, and my Your mother grandma probably did like, that to your mama too. Absolutely. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's how it is. Right. And sometimes they just feel the, like, there's a permission for them to judge you or speak to you a certain kind of way mm -hmm. or call out certain things about your your life or your body or whatever just because they are your parent, guardian, whatever, whatever. Before I even moved here, my grandmother was like, don't get fat. Because oh, there's yeah, so many ways and opportunities for you to get fat moving. And I'm just like, who, who can't? You Girl, know, like, what, what if I right. do? Like, I don't... <laughs> What do I, what? I feel like me being alive is more important. And I definitely came up here and was eating that um, $5 Chinese food for a solid year or Listen. two. Listen. And gained some weight and went back home. And she was just like, <laughs> and I oh, was man. not fat. You, like, you, I wasn't like, you were not. But I gained weight. And, she, just, and I'm thinking to myself, like, what do you care? Like, People are probably you? really picky about weight like that when she was coming up as well. You know, it's like. I, exactly. What I, if I were you. Tanya, I would picture my mother and grandmother saying this to my child. Mm. I like if I had a little five year old or something, and them talking to her about her body. Got like to that. help. And then when you think about it, like that's a lot easier to be like, oh no, you're not gonna talk about me like because they will. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like they will if you don't have them already. They right. absolutely it's will tell to, your kids right something about their weight, hair, skin, whatever. Right. I mean, this is just the sort of situation where. You have to really learn how to advocate for yourself and that inner child thing might help you do that. 
because then it's like so so many of us feel like we are not worthy of protection like that mm. but you deserve that and if anybody's gonna give it to you it's gonna be you so like i think if you just picture it as like that same abusive like shitty bullshit being said to your kids then i would like girl many of us have opportunities to break cycles right now in the generation Mm -hmm. that we're in yeah and i think that we need to be taking opportunity to do that as as often as possible and there's sort of a fear that um that many of the people we've grown up around especially parents and grandparents are going are not going to be receptive to the things that we say or the world that we're living in or the way that things are just different than what they know or what they're used to and honestly i think so many of your family members friends whatever will surprise you given the chance we gotta just be like fuck it bro (laughs) <laughs> and just start calling shit as it is and not even just stuff relative to us. We got to start saying that's super transphobic. That's really racist. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely ignorant of you to say. Because just like you were saying, even when it comes to like size or weight, that's a thing that you got to think about like the, the the era that your parent or grandparent could have grown up in and what size or weight might have meant then. That's completely might be irrelevant now, given the time that we live in or the type of person that you are or the type of niggas that you are fucking or whatever. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. There's just so many variables involved in this. A lot of times the the... I want to say toxic, but I'm going to toxic things that our loved ones can sort of express or put on us are just from experiences that they've had. Yeah. And as ugly as it can be and feel, sometimes it's based in this desire for from them for you to have the best. So sometimes we had to just be like, girl, like you don't even know what you're talking about. You know, like you're operating from a place that you don't need to (laughs) because it's all good and I'm grown and I got this. Right. Because the fact that they continuously cut you down to the point where your weight overshadows everything else you do and you're a fucking neonatal intensive care nurse, like saving little fucking newborn babies lives like what else what else do you need to do girl like (laughs) a fucking angel girl they should be uh, like applauding you and praising you every single fucking day and instead they cut you down for like your size bitch no ma'am no sure every now and then i was so glad i had some bad cousins (laughs) because like sometimes they would (laughs) my mama and daddy might get a call about a cousin or two that was really into some shit right and look back and look back at me and be like well, I guess you ain't. <laughs> I was at the house. Okay. Okay. Not doing the rest of that dumb shit. But yeah. <sighs> yeah. You you deserve to speak up to them. And also, like, if they <laughs> I said that already, but it makes me it just makes me think that somebody probably cut them down like that too. Totally. Like we were saying, like they're just doing what they were shown. Totally. So the products of their environment like the rest yeah, of Yeah, breaking that Breaking that cycle is difficult, but I think you can do it, Tanya. Um, And everybody else who wrote in with a similar issue. Plus, I would rather them be like, even if they don't like what I said, I'd rather establish the boundaries so that you know know to leave it alone. And I don't care if it is just 
fighting to come yes. out. Like, you are just <laughs> dying to say it, but yeah. you know not to. I'll take that yeah. if, if nothing else. You're just not going to talk to me crazy. Just keep it. I will it. get up and walk away. I am not a child. That's another great. You have to remind yourself you are not, you are actually a full grown adult. Black people, we really have an issue with this sometimes where we feel like that's all. I'm always your mama. You always my child. Yes, I am your offspring, but I am an adult person. <laughs> I am an adult human being capable of producing my own offspring. Like you may still say children. Right. You know, by definition, I am not a child. Exactly. There's a a distinction. It's an important Mm -hmm. one because I'm 36 years old. (laughs) Not a child by any stretch of the imagination. Okay. So I just need you to understand. I'm a grown woman and you're not going to talk to me crazy simply because we're related. I will get up and walk away from you. Yep. Great talk. Thanks so much. Because <laughs> I mean, Thanksgiving is around the corner, so this is for a lot. Oh of y'all. yeah, it's about to st- it's about to start up. You don't have to take their bullshit. I know it's scary. I know it's hard, but you do not have to take their bullshit. You don't need not to go play. No, shut up. You don't need and to mind yap your, your business. fucking gums either, bitch. But here we are having a conversation anyway. That didn't have to happen. You don't need to be. You didn't have to speak. My aluminum foil. But here we are. <laughs> here we are now. You didn't have to take uh, Uncle Ray back after he cheated on you the fourth time, but you did. But look at us. I'm not bringing none of that up. All doing things. Well, how is that my to. business? Look at that. <laughs> yes, they'll leave you alone. Check them just one good time. <laughs> they will leave you alone. I'm here to tell you. Woo! All right, that wraps up the questions this week. Send yours to asktherita gmail.com. We'll be right back. Hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month and Talkspace leading virtual therapy provider is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things depending on the time and time. But if you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time, if it's been on your mind, to give it a try. Celebrate May Mental Health Awareness Month and the power of talking about in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80 and to show your support for the show. That's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. Okay, so it's time for the read. It is. Finally. So I have two and a possible. Okay. First two should be quick. The possible will be long. I can barely we'll see even how this happens. I can barely even sit up. So yeah. okay. <laughs> I can't wait. Um, number one, about this uh fire in the rainforest. Wow, you guys suck. So um <laughs> First, I'd like to address so many of you have been doing your usual boring nigger routine <laughs> and telling everybody who has been posting about this fire in the rainforest today that they're only posting about it now because a celebrity did or because the shade room did <laughs> or because something the fuck else. Awareness. Like, 
Are you fucking dumb? How many times do we have to do this fucking shit, bitch? The the point yeah. that so many people, celebrity and non, were trying to make today is the fact that that motherfucker has been in flames for three <laughs> weeks, apparently. And mm. many, if not most of us, are just finding out today. Meanwhile, motherfuckers were throwing water on the Notre Dame, uh, on oh, that church yes. or whatever the fuck, as it was happening. Yep. I mean, people were mailing water out to... <laughs> to but, trying to put the, right so and i saw earlier that they're being said deliberately what yeah like people are some developers or whatever trying to get that burn down that land so that it can be zoned or whatever for development i want to believe Some, that this is that's, that's what sure. they said that's what the, the local lady said in that news clip i saw so it wouldn't surprise me at all but that is tw- 20 fucking percent like that is such a huge but yes girl don't you want more people to know are you mad that they <laughs> just now found Look, out. What is, what is the satisfaction? I want to know. What is the satisfaction that you have to get out of being the person that says, oh, well, here's my feelings about the timing of you sharing this. <laughs> Let's just be glad people know. And do maybe you understand we can do something the about gravity it? of the situation? No. People just want motherfuckers to know. I myself just found out about this today. Me too. You want to know why? Because people were not talking, but the media was not posting information about this <laughs> the way that they fucking should have, which is the other side of this that I would be reading, which is why the fuck? Yeah. How could the Amazon be on fire for three weeks and we find out this about it? This big ass rainforest, like this huge ass fucking rainforest, girl. How How is it? Because like you said, when the Notre Dame went up in flames, we knew about it about 45 seconds later. How the fuck are we sitting up here talking I don't know. about... I do not know. Chicken sandwiches and Kamala Harris eating pork chops and whatever the fuck else. I, mean, I do love the chicken sandwich conversation. I do. I mean, well, chicken sandwich is always an important conversation. <laughs> I'm just saying, how is it that something like that is even happening and right. we don't know about it? And I honestly feel like even... Today, the reception I've seen has been piss poor. You mean about the the whole story? Yeah, like I don't think I I think that the planet is literally going to have to be engulfed in flames, like the whole ball. Yeah. Before people are like, oh, we should have gave a fuck. So y'all meant that about yeah. this whole climate thing. The whole, but no, you really hated the gays and the Mexicans, water. so we just couldn't <laughs> do that. Yeah. Yeah, y'all are going to sacrifice yourselves so that the rest of us can't live. <laughs> That's just really wild. I just, I'm trying to decide who frustrated me more in that situation. The media for not saying anything or you dumbass niggas for being like, well, y'all didn't say nothing when the shit caught on fire the first day, bitch, because we didn't know, bitch. Like, where are you? Are you lost? Sit down. Hmm, man, if that ain't the nature of the fucking internet. Okay, so I'm actually just going to go to this last one because this letter is actually kind of long. And I'm passing my read. Okay. Actually. Pass the read like we used to. Um, so, interestingly, I'm going to read it. But I have feelings about it as well. Okay. So, All right. I will read your read, man. And then I might have a read for you as well. But the email itself says, Revenge of the Real Hot Girl Nerds. Hey, Crystal and Kid Fury, I would like to kindly dedicate this read to any and all self-proclaimed nerds, geeks, gamers, weeaboos, and etc. 
who have taken it upon themselves to declare who is a real fan of something and who ain't. First of all, fuck y'all. I almost always hear this dumbass sentiment expressed towards women. But this hardy American grown 199% organic fuck you is equal opportunity. So, one of you unwashed, unkempt, miserable fucks tried to come for Megan Thee Stallion for saying that she enjoys anime. Now, I don't need to clap back for you on hot girl Meg's behalf. She handled the fuck out of you on Twitter herself. But what really boiled my blood is that you made it about her looks. To paraphrase, you tried to claim that the good shit Meg couldn't really be a fan be a fan because she's a brick fucking house. They go on to say, Mr. Dumblefuck, who posted that? <laughs> I'm sure this never occurred to you, but let me just tell you here and now that by Ooh. tweeting like this, you're telling the whole internet just how bitter and pathetic you are over being curved by all the anime loving hotties of this world. Furthermore, somebody's physical appearance has no bearing on their interests. Didn't Lil Nas X just spend all fucking summer proving that exact point to Nashville, Billboard, and the rest of y'all? Did one sweet day lose its crown in vain? I'm sure you don't like... I'm sure you don't like getting dragged for filth, and yet you fired off those characters recklessly. Oh, reckless as fuck, so you must. A pox upon you and your ilk. I cannot stand the line. You real nerds and geeks try to draw in the sand over this shit. Just because you were ridiculed in high school for playing uh, D&D, which is Dungeons and Dragons. I know that one. I mean, I never played it, but I know what that means. Doesn't mean the rest of us were. Unlike you, me, and all my hot-ass nerd friends went to parties, got laid, and still made time for Counter-Strike LAN parties. And do you know why? Because here's the secret. You aren't getting curved because you like geeky shit. Geek shit is popular culture. Miyazaki movies have won Oscars. Harry Potter has his own theme park. The Marvel Cinematic Universe is the biggest thing since Henry fucking Ford invented the automobile. You're getting curved because you, Mr. Dumblefuck, are trash. (laughs) Trash that probably has fuzzy teeth, a receding hairline, lava rocks for heels, and a rancid opinion on women. Help me, Lord. I reckon the reason you busted your Twitter fingers out over this dumb shit is because you can't stand to see... An intelligent, creative, driven, and yes, gorgeous young black woman out here talking about Sailor Moon and getting love for it. The casual way you fired off this misogyny, trying to use her looks as a way to devalue her interests, is indicative of the type of man you aren't. A decent one. Lastly, are y'all out here really arguing that girls that look that bad can't like anime or manga? You really think Japan has not one bad bitch over there who lives for anime? An art form the Japanese fucking created. You love to fetishize the fuck out of Asian women in part because they look like your fantasy anime wifey. Yet those same women actually loving anime and manga is impossible. You disgust me, uncultured swine. Sit the fucks down somewhere and worry about you. Find a fucking therapist who can help you sort out your irrational jealousy of successful women. Um, You play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. I've never heard that before. Um, nerd culture is no, pop culture true. and if you weren't such a dummy bitch you could be out here with Heidi on your arm going to Comic Con and Netflix and Neon Genesis Evangelista Evangelista-ing your little heart out but I guess you want to play yourself instead leave Megan the Stallion anime and the rest of us fake nerds out of your mouth love a fake nerd but a real hottie then she mentioned something about her dad being country as fucking loving token and trivia games and some shit okay i know i'm fucked up but i didn't so much of that i didn't understand right so basically what this person is saying is that it is unfair for nerds to say that just because someone is physically attractive or cool or successful or popular doesn't mean that 
they can't be into nerdy shit or have right. nerdy interests or whatever, which is obvious. My thing to this is, I understand where you're coming from. However, nerd shit is not popular culture. And I think that that is part of the reason why so many hostile-ass nerds like this, whoever it is that you're talking about, behave the way that they do. Harry Potter and the MCU and all the other fantasy shit that has become super popular in the day that we're living now and, and shit may not have been as popular. Maybe you would have been a complete nerd for liking something like Game of Thrones or Iron Man or watching X-Men in the 90s or 80s, 50s, 60s, whatever the fuck time. But there are still a lot of nerd shit, even in anime. I could probably name four, five, ten anime shows, like ten different manga that Meg Thee Stallion probably ain't never heard of her fucking life. Mm. There are levels to all of it, just like there are levels to being a hardcore hip-hop fan or a sneaker fiend or whatever the fuck. So a lot of people... and. I'm sure I've said before that nerds are sometimes some of the most hostile, negative, misogynistic, really intolerant motherfuckers out. And I think a big part of that is in due, um, is due to feeling like you are less than or people making you feel like you are less than. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I thought I made them go get me some water and I had this whole bottle. Sorry. <laughs> Because of your interests or feeling like you are different, your interests are different or whatever the fuck. Right. So I know that a lot of people are assholes because of that. But I think that at the very same time, all that I think I was trying to make from this is that it's really unfair to judge a book by the cover from any any perspective as far as this nerd shit is, is concerned. Because there are so many different... Rooms and hallways and doors and basements and dungeons in the house of nerdiness mm-hmm. that it like it reminds me of the time that like somebody asked Michael B. Jordan on Twitter what anime he likes because I guess he talks about liking anime and he names like Naruto, Dragon Ball and like different anime that people who've never watched anime in their life would probably have heard of just because of how popular it is. Mm -hmm. And people tried to come for him for naming those as if he wasn't a real anime fan because he named shit that's super popular. And he was like, well, I just named the ones that people would have probably recognized versus shit that many of y'all probably have never heard of before. But I'm like, even if he only named Naruto and Dragon Ball, Mm -hmm. that's still anime. Like, he could still be an anime fan for liking those. So... I understand where the person who rent, uh, sent this letter in is coming from, but I think it's also unfair to be like, oh, well, you could have a hottie on your arm if you weren't, you know, mad at people liking whatever, whatever, or judging people for liking whatever, because that's not necessarily true. There are still people who might consider themselves nerds because they've seen every fucking yeah. uh, MCU movie or they read the X-Men comics and shit like that that are still incredibly shallow mm-hmm. and will still judge other people who consider themselves nerds because of the way that they look or the the type of comics or whatever they may be interested in. Maybe they don't play... World of Warcraft, but they write fan fiction about it or other like there's so many things that are nerdy that I don't think that it is fair. The same way I don't think it's fair for you to judge somebody like a Megan Thee Stallion or a Michael B. Jordan for being fine and liking nerdy shit. I think it's unfair for you to be like, well, you could totally have a bad bitch that looks like Megan Thee Stallion on your arm if you just were nicer, I guess, because that's not accurate as well. I felt like a lot of this letter was very assuming and very judgmental in the same way that I feel like it was trying to combat. 
Mm. So I just wanted to say that at the end of the day, people should be allowed to express their whatever their interests in without people being dickheads about it because they don't understand it or don't believe that you could be interested in that. Just let people get their lives yeah. and whatever the fuck it is. As long as you're not hurting anybody, you're not disrespecting anybody. And it's totally possible to do that regardless of whether you're into dota or or Fortnite, or if you're into fucking dungeons and dragons or call of duty like i don't know whatever your thing is you can just be kind yeah okay there you go that's really it i was talking to this microphone that entire time <laughs> you know i don't know shit yep. about what you're talking about <laughs> all right so that's that's it for me <laughs> a good 80 percent of them words you use you know i don't know about that but like <laughs> I think, first of all, this is important conversation because nerds have this battle all the time and I just look at it. I obviously don't jump in it because who are me? But I just, I don't know. This is just... It's just a thing where I think that a lot of people, it's almost like hipster shit where motherfuckers who have just... It's almost like they've sewn their self into this identity of a misunderstood person due to whatever experiences they may have had Mm -hmm. growing up, in school, whatever their environment. So they just stick to that and feel like, oh, well, you guys don't even really understand Iron Man anyway because I've read all of it and I have a signed copy from Stan Lee and I did it like this, this overwhelming desire to be like I am king of nerds and I know every extent of nerdiness and you other bitches could never like nerds do that to other nerds and like I've said I feel like it's just from my own personal observation I feel like a lot of that is due to um, this this strong desire to feel like you have value Mm -hmm. and it's that that's something that literally loads of people do in negative ways. Right. Lots of people do it, you know, by eating a spoon of dry cinnamon powder or whatever for the oh, internet or Tide Pods or whatever dumb shit, trying to get somebody to just recognize that they are alive and and do things and feel things. Some nerds do that by being like, oh, well, I know they're making a show called The Witcher on the Netflix uh, and all of that, but um, I've read all of the Witcher books and played all of the games, and I've actually studied every... it's just I feel like that is what this person was writing about like people like that right but I feel like you also didn't realize that you have some of the same energy in the way that you were expressing yourself in this letter that's all I was trying to say my read is done go ahead um okay well amen I absolutely see where you're coming from it's kind of like people like well what I got out of that is this is probably people who don't really have any real power anywhere else so they have to do anything take any sort of superiority that they can over somebody else so it just becomes like oh you're not a real you know geek or whatever like we are because we are this 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 like you're lording it over them or whatever so it's very interesting that that came up because that is exactly what my read is about this week people who feel so small like I'm just assuming that you have to feel so super small in your life because otherwise you would never treat other human beings like this so People who fly in first class. Oh, God. <laughs> I really don't understand the uppity-ass nature of flying in first class on a domestic U.S. airline. I don't. Because, girl, 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 <laughs> all that you have in first class is wider seats and free alcohol. 
that is it. It is the same filthy air being circulated on that plane. It is the same nasty-ass lavatory up at the front. Like, the turbulence is the same. You're not any better than anybody else because you're in seats that are closer to the front of the plane. But people don't seem to know how to act. So I don't know if you... You probably didn't see this earlier. I saw it on Twitter that some lady has been traveling on United Airlines first class. And she has been documenting her flight all day long because it has been fucking miserable for her. And... Some of her concerns include the fact that people from coach are coming up into first class and using their bathroom. The stewardess or I'm sorry, the flight attendant didn't put that little $5 curtain down. So now she has to, when she turns around, the poor ass people in coach can see her and she can see them. Like this bitch is like, I'm sorry, I don't want to say bitch. Well, who cares? Right, You're right. She's sitting up here like going, if you, well, obviously you didn't see her timeline, but she's just like going in all day long about like all this stuff that she hates so much about this flight. And it's like, sis, first of all, on domestic flights, People in coach can absolutely use the lavatory that is located in first class. It is not a first class exclusive lavatory. And it is a nasty lavatory on top of that. It's not like, again, you didn't pay for something big and squeaky clean and special and private. It is a bathroom on a fucking plane. And so for you to be like, I just can't believe that they would let somebody from coach come up here and use our bathroom. It's just like, sis. So, so everybody around you run you, huh? Everybody run you. You don't never get to have a voice nowhere. You don't never get to feel big and bad and bold. Like, I don't know who did this to you, but for you to be all uppity and stank and territorial around something that's not even yours, it's not your airline, it's not your plane, like, (laughs) you're acting like you really own this thing and that you're too good, like, you are so good that other people should not be allowed to have access to it. And it's just not that serious. Like, I feel like you must not fly very often because there's just no way in the world that you think it really makes sense to act all superior because you're in seat like 2B and somebody in 6A decided to get up and come use the toilet that was close to you. Like, this is just some stupid ass bitch shit. And it's the sort of thing you see only from people who think that because they spent more money on their ticket, they're better than everybody else on the plane. And I saw it again firsthand when I was in... um, Chicago over the weekend I surprised Jade at her event and on the way back I'm flying out of O'Hare and of course there's bad weather because it's Chicago Illinois and is always some crazy fucking weather like I googled it and Chicago has the third most weather related delays in the country so of course our flight was delayed it's fucking pouring rain like tsunami outside it's awful storms lightning is cracking across the sky every 10 minutes so it's like obviously we're not going nowhere Please tell me why some asshole who once we boarded the plane ended up being in like the row behind me went up to the little desk where the flight attendant is twice and yelled at that woman because they had not boarded the plane yet. And he had some meeting to get to in New York and blah, blah, blah. And each time the woman was like, sir, I understand you're frustrated and we'll board the plane as soon as possible. However, right now we're in a ground stop, which means no planes are taking off because if you look outside, there's a big ass storm going on. I don't understand how y'all cuss out flight attendants or people who work at these businesses or whatever, like she had any control at all over the fucking weather. Oh, let me just go ahead and call my good sis Aurora Monroe. Just <laughs> have her clear up the weather for you. No problem. Didn't do, know you had some place to be. Do you think Diane in the purple vest and the purple skirt got up this morning and said, I hope I fuck Walter's whole day up. 
I hope that I can summon the clouds and the rain and the thunder and the lightning so that this man cannot get to whatever bullshit meeting he has in New York City on Friday afternoon. Whenever it was I left, it don't matter. Like, I just don't, I don't really don't understand how y'all talk to people like that. I don't understand the entitlement. What I do know is that when society crumbles and your money means nothing and you're the first to die because you have no skills, I won't feel bad for you. Like, you're just, this is just awful. This is just awful people who take out their own insecurities on somebody who did nothing to them and try to make, try to make themselves feel big by putting other people in, like, a down place, making other people smaller than you. And it's just trash. And y'all just suck. And that's it. All right. I'm done. My voice is very dry. My throat is dry. I mean. Have you seen the trailer for Bombshell? No, what's that? This movie about like the um some of the uh sexual harassment incidents at Fox News, oh. Fox News with um what's that man's name? Roger Isn't this still Ailes? happening? <laughs> anyway, I just mentioned it because I saw the TV trailer today. Margot Robbie is in it, Megan Kelly Megan Kelly's not in it. <laughs> Charlize Theron is in it playing Megan Kelly. Oh. I think that they put like prosthetics or makeup on her because she doesn't look anything like herself and she looks exactly like megan kelly i mean she looks exactly holy shit like now I, oh god now i see why you thought megan kelly was in the movie god damn oh give this makeup artist an award i had no idea it was charlie's Theron until it came up on the screen academy award winner charlie's Theron. i was like where and they went to her face who I is said, the makeup no. artist who who tell me she looks it's crazy how much this bitch looks wow. like her. anyway the treat the Teaser trailer that came out today was um what a fucking mess. Effective. I would like to see it. <laughs> anyway, I guess we're done with That's the not show surgery, today. right? Is that surgery? No, but that's why I gagged at first. I was like, Charlize Theron did not do nothing to her face. Why does she look like that? But I'm pretty sure they might have done like some makeup and prosthetics to her face to make her look more like Megan Kelly. I'm not okay, sure yeah, why. Yeah, had to have. But she looks just like her and nothing like herself. I ended up having the I was sitting here. Uh, watching the fucking trailer and that blows my mind. I kind of hate when they make movies about events that happened two years ago, but right? I'm impressed with that makeup. That is, woo! Come on, prosthetics team. I was like, no, because <laughs> Charlize Theron is one of like my top three fine white women. Mm. So when I saw her face, I was like, please tell me they peeled this shit off when they when it was around <laughs> because she got to post a, a bare face selfie on Instagram like still here guys yeah I gotta find <laughs> her, calm, calm your face because <laughs> that was not okay anyway guys the show's over yes that wraps up this week's episode of The Read social media is at this is the read our website is this is the read.com don't forget to check out Thread Up they are not your typical thrift store you can shop all your favorite brands for up to 90% off estimated retail price right from home just go to threadup.com slash read and you can get up to 50% off your first First order that's t h r e d u p dot com slash read for up to fifty up to fifty percent off select items. Terms apply. Do we have any news this week? Um, I heard for those of you who are listening to this show internationally that um, when our show is out on Fuse later this year, you will be able to locate it on Amazon Prime. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. However, it is a possibility or it is likely that the episodes will be delayed by a week for those outside of the States is what I heard from the higher ups anyway. But I felt 
you deserved an answer to that question, those of you who asked. Yes. So there you go. Thank you to everybody who is so excited about it. You know, we're working on it and it's happening. We're really doing this shit. (laughs) Oh, man. I feel so out of my body today. I can't. I need to go. I need to get in the bed. Now you know what Will Wayne feels like. I mean, I really don't understand how you stay on it all fucking day. How do you do this all day? Maybe get used to it. Some people probably feel that way about weed. Oh, well, I really don't think I can. Anyway, it don't matter. Do we have um, anything else? No, that's pretty much it for this week. Why can't I end this show? (laughs) Thanks so much for listening. And we'll be back next week with more. Oh, bye, y'all. Maybe. Maybe not. Who knows, anyway. God only knows. (laughs) I mean, who cares? (laughs) Bye, y'all. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.